Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. This podcast is designed to help open your awareness to the truth of who you are, a limitless being. You are worthy and deserving of an abundant and prosperous life. It's time to peel back the false beliefs and live the life you dream about. For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 472. In today's podcast, my guest is sharing with you how to be your authentic self and how she ultimately hit her own rock bottom and changed her entire trajectory. Welcome to today's podcast. I brought on Katie Carl, excuse me, Katie fucking Carlson. Katie, welcome. Yay! I'm so excited to be here, gorgeous. Thank you for having me. First of all, I personally know Katie, so this is going to be a fun conversation, but that's literally what she wrote on my intake form when it says name. She wrote Katie fucking Carlson, so let's just go there. Um, I want to give a little background. Yeah, I'll give a little background. We originally connected a couple of years ago through the Tony Robbins circle, but we only met in person about a year ago at a Dispenza event. So for those new to you, um, where do you live and what do you do? So I currently live in Denver, Colorado, and I do a couple different things. So first and foremost, I'm a business and life coach. Uh, That's my passion. I love sharing my energy and understanding how we can increase our energy through the 3D, 4D, and fifth dimensional realms, um, which has always been super fun for me. I, I always like to say I'm half woo, half do. And then I'm also a partner in a private equity fund, um, learning all things about creating financial sovereignty and how to uh, protect your assets and grow your wealth in these crazy times. So I definitely use both sides of the brain, the left and the right. So I love, I've never heard that half woo, half do. And that is that fine dance of doing and being. I love that. For those also that are new, I love your brand, Heal, High Energy Abundant Living. Do you want to share a little background about maybe kind of where you were before doing all this personal development work and why? I mean, you really invest time and finances and everything in this. And why are you so into it and passionate about it? Yeah. So, you know, I... I've said this for a long time, like our stories are not ours to keep, right? They are ours to share. And I believe that the more that we speak up and share our voice, the more we all can, can grow, right. And learn from it and digest this information. A rising tide raises all boats, right? Tony Robbins says this all the time. So prior to me uh, being in this personal development space and getting into private equity, I was actually in healthcare. I've been in sales in many different capacities, fundraising sales over $150 million. I was living the high life, traveling all over the place. However, I had no idea who the heck I was. Um, And back in end of, well, I guess it was about end of 2015, I found myself in a very very dark place. I had left my job, uh, traveled the world basically to not deal with my own stuff. Pardon the interruption. If this content is resonating with you, please be sure to leave a five-star review. I want to offer you some additional resources. Visit my website, heatherhakes.com and sign up for my free video training on how to reprogram your subconscious mind. 
I also offer one-on-one -on -one coaching. I will help you create clarity and a roadmap so you can live the life you dream about. Best part? Everything I teach, you can start implementing right now. To learn more and apply, visit heatherhakes.com. Now, back to regular programming. Um, I had zero boundaries. I was living a life for everyone else outside of myself. And through that, those travels, I rode the Royal Wave to the World Series back in 2015 and was on the Today Show. And then I came back to Kansas City. Now, I'm originally from Kansas City, so KC from KC. And being from Kansas City, and I don't know if people are familiar with what Kansas City is like in November, but it is dark and it is gray and there's not a lot going on. And I found myself after riding that Royal Wave in a very, very dark place. And I was confused and I had blocked out a lot of people in my life. And I truly believe that everything that comes into our life and to our vortex is, is a beautiful lesson or a blessing. Um, and I, they're both their blessings and lessons all the time anyway. Um, but during that time I was in a really, really dark place and I felt like a burden to my family, to my friends, and I didn't want to be here anymore. And it was the, and not to be too gruesome, but I, um, I had some real mental challenges in understanding my worth and who I was. And very ironically, my neighbor of all people, we kind of ran in different circles. She reached out to me and she was like, Katie, I think you need to go talk to someone. Cause she could sense that something was a little off. We were having coffee one morning and my energy was just very scattered and all over the place. And she said, I think you should go talk to someone like, you know, there's this gal, her name's Jan. She's really holistic in nature. I think you should check her out. And I was like, okay, fine. So I called her, I called Jan and a few days go by, didn't hear anything from Jan. And I'm like, wow, I can't even get a therapist to call me back. And it was in that moment where I had experienced a really, really low, low. And I don't know if any of your listeners have found themselves in, in a place where they didn't feel like they could get out. Um, they felt trapped by circumstance. And um, that's what I, that's what I did. And I, I didn't want to live. I wanted the pain to stop. And so I wanted to wrap my car around a tree. Um, I, I said that lightly now because it, it sounds a little crazy, but I did. And so I, that day, that afternoon, I went into my car and my car was in my garage. I turned the ignition and the phone rang. That is God's grace. That is divinity. That is I something. I got like, woo, the whole chills. Yeah. And I, I mean, I say this, um, because I, I, and I'm not trying to like, I do want to normalize it. Like we create our stories and I had allowed myself to be such victim to what was going on in my mind. And Heather, this is one of the things that I love about you and how you believe in supporting the mind, right. And standing guard at the door of your mind. Right. And to really setting the standard in your mind, right. To create that energetic effect that sustains you throughout the day, throughout months, weeks. And it's, it's about building that muscle. And I hadn't built that muscle up until then. And at that moment, I, I believed I, what, I mean, it was divinity, right? It was completely divine. And that divinity caused me to take a moment and pause and 
that moment shifted the trajectory of my life completely. I ended up, start, I started meditating. I read the book Boundaries by Dr. Jeff Townsend and um, Henry Cloud, incredible book. And I realized that I had none. Um, and I was living a life for everyone else outside of myself. I read it in one weekend. It was just absolutely fabulous. And from that moment on, my life drastically changed. And I realized that life was happening for me, not to me, and that I could use my lessons and the things that had happened to like that had gone on in my life as an opportunity to help other people. And I actually thought about going into therapy because I wanted to help people so much, but I was like, I don't want to go through all of the, the long hours and certifications and all that stuff. I was like, I, I feel like there's got to be another way. And lo and behold, there was. And so um, that was my quest of understanding the body, both in the physical form, but also the spiritual, mental, et cetera. So that was a long answer to your question. But well, that look, was- I- I think that's why every coach, why we're doing what we do, because very similar to you, I've had some dark periods. I'm, this is not about me today, but I've definitely, so I like that you said, let's normalize that because there's a lot of shame behind it. But also look, I feel that all those coaches, we're doing what we do because we know how much it sucks to struggle and be in that funk. And mine really has been overcoming that self-doubt, feeling unworthy, imposter syndrome that is so hard if you're trying to build a business, procrastination, like all that shit. And that's why I'm here doing what I do created my why because you don't have to struggle and suffer. Yeah. Pain is inevitable. Pain is inevitable, but suffering is is optional. Yes. I love that. Okay. So I already asked you before we recorded, because I know we could go on tons of tangents We both hit the Tony Robbins gamut. Um, I know you're still involved in the leadership side of it. We both are super into dispensa and quantum physics and manifesting and like just connecting to the potentials. But what you shared, something that you're very passionate about, and I also could talk about this for days, is relationships and understanding that masculine feminine energy that and finding that fulfilling relationship. Because look, we know 50% plus don't work. Yeah. And there's a lot of single lonely people. Yeah. And we're not meant to, we're not meant to walk this path alone, yes. you know? And so I, it's funny. Um, I'm so, I could literally speak for days on masculine and feminine energy and just a little bit of backstory. I, you know, I, I think I mentioned I'd been in the sales and healthcare um, space prior to kind of this awakening and, and, and really seeing and creating the life by design, right. The, the life that I don't need a vacation from, um, I was working with a lot of men and okay. I was working in uh, medical device sales and technology sales. And I was, I was constantly surrounded by men. And I mean, if you look at energy, right. And I'm a female in a female body and I'm constantly surrounded by men and, I started like through osmosis, I started literally becoming a man because I was very driven. I was very focused. I had, you know, all of these different goals and things. And I I was just very much in my masculine energy. Yeah. And before personal development, I didn't understand. And really in the midst of personal development and personal development, I didn't understand how I had created so much of this masculine energy within myself that I was depolarizing myself in relationships. 
And I was, I realized that in these relationships, I was like, things were going so great for a little while, like for a while. And then all of a sudden it would just dissipate and we would depolarize. And we basically became like roommates or best friends. And I had to realize I had to take ownership of where I was. And so I, I dove deep. I dove deep. I went down the rabbit hole um, of understanding the dynamics and the energies of masculine and feminine and how to lean more into my feminine. Because here's the situation. When you can look at masculine and feminine energies, I there's, and to a point, I think I demonized the, my masculine energy as opposed to love and embrace my masculine energy and build up my feminine energy. Cause as you're talking, I mean, and you know me pretty well, like I am very much feminine. However, I questioned, it was a date with destiny in 2018. I literally questioned if my core essence <laughs> was masculine. Like if it was masculine or feminine, I was like, maybe I'm just a masculine person. Well, it was clearly not the case. Yeah. And I had to, I had to recognize that within myself. And what was really interesting is that, it's a, you know, this it's the masculine feminine, feminine energy can be like a pendulum swing. So you can be really far over in your masculine and be really goal oriented and driven and certain and driving forward. Right. And you can also swing to the other side of being really feminine and just flowing and not really get a lot done. Right. Yeah. So I like to look at it as like the balance and how do you love both? So there are things that I had to do within myself to really lean into my feminine energy, allow certain aspects of myself to heal because the feminine energy heals within us. So allow certain things, certain stories, things that I had created in my own energetic space. I had to give that the space and the time to heal with my, fem like in my feminine essence. And there's ways of doing that guys go out and dance, even just uh, washing your hands and going like this with your hands. If you can see me. I don't know if we're doing this over video, if the people will be able yeah. to see this over video. Okay. But even just like moving your hands in this, this actually releases oxytocin in your body, in your body. And what that does is that helps you embrace more of that feminine energy and that oxytocin will build up. And there's again, a lot of ways of doing this. So like, for instance, when I was back in working in the medical device, um, field, I was wearing scrubs all day. Like, I'll be honest guys, how can you look cute in scrubs? One of the things that you, like, I always tell people, if you're working, if you're a working woman and you're dressed up and, or, or maybe you're really into your athleisure and that's okay. You can be really into your athleisure and I love athleisure. However, if you're in a relationship and you go home and you're exhausted and you've been exerting so much of your masculine energy that day, it's important for you to get into a little bit of your feminine right? Go change your clothes, put on some nice panties or like a nice dress or something that can make you feel like a woman. Yeah. Girly. Yeah. Literally girly. And, 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 you know, whether that's making dinner or, um, dancing, right. Listening to music, moving your body. When you move your body, you also release oxytocin and there's ways of embracing and loving that. Um, you know, and then also harnessing your, your masculine and an energy in relation to your feminine energy. And one way I do that is through meditation. So meditation is actually more of a masculine practice. However, the downloads and the intuition that comes through that is harnessing the feminine aspects of meditation. Um, but we like, I always like to use this as like a really great analogy. Like when we think about the difference between masculine and feminine energies, think of a river. So when we look at a river, 
right? You have the banks of the river. So likely it's like the rocks, the banks of the river that's holding the water. That is the masculine, right? It's the container, right? That's holding the water. And some parts of that river, right? Could be nice and just trickling down the river. There could also be parts of the river where it becomes raging, right? And all that water is feeling... That's feminine energy. There's lots, the feminine energy is very dynamic, very fluid, and there's many different flavors of it. And it's actually our feminine energy. So a lot of times, you know, um, maybe in the past, you may have heard like when you've been dating, like, oh my gosh, you're so crazy. Like men saying like, oh, women are crazy. It's actually the crazy is the feminine energy that they love. They actually love it. They just don't, a lot of times aren't conscious as to how to support that energy in a way that creates those, that, that can, that safe container so that that feminine energy can dissipate as well as grow and evolve. Does that make sense? I'm just going to share my perspective at a high level because I didn't, I didn't know much about this until date with destiny for me, which is a Tony Robbins event. But when I learned it's similar to you, and look, a lot of women would be in our shoes. I worked yeah. in corporate masculine energies. I worked in oil and gas and securities law, financials. So it was very male dominated. And I learned that in order to be heard, I had to match the energy in the room. I had to come with this very forceful rather than the feminine essence is actually magnetizing. Anyway, for me, when I learned this so much made sense and I think similar to you, I was like, what can I do to be girly again, to get in that essence? And for me, it's painting my nails, wearing dresses, dancing, like just feeling girly, but you're right. I also love athleisure and I love getting dressed up and that is the balance. But as a business owner and entrepreneur, I also have that masculine energy to get shit done, structure, funnels, like it is this <laughs> constant ebb and flow, yin and yeah. yin and yang, right? Yeah. Okay. And I think that the more that you love and embrace both, yeah. I think the more magnetizing, you know, you can be. Another thing that I always do is like just taking a bath, drawing a yes. bath, um, yes. essential oils, lighting candles, um, you know, different things just to allow yourself to get into that energy, you know, that energetic space for me. And I think for you too, like, I have to be really conscious of how to embrace and, and lean into the feminine energy. Cause I love it. Like we were talking about this the other day offline about like how fun it is to just get dressed up and like be a girl and like put on heels and, you know, lipstick and, and paint our nails and do all of these things because it's, we've gotten into a society that everything is all about do, 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 do. And yes, there are there's a time and place to get things done and harness both. However, there's also a beautiful space to manifest and create from a feminine energetic space uh, and, and, and lean into the masculine from leading that. Like when you lead from that feminine space, there's ways of, of leaning into the masculine from that feminine intuitive space. Like for me in business, one of the things that's really interesting, I was working with someone in a partnership and they, we were doing a, a clubhouse and someone asked us like, how do you structure your, um, how do you structure your day as, as an entrepreneur and as a business owner? And it was really interesting because she and I are very different and 
for those of you, um, I do also do a lot of work in human design story for another time. Um, she is a projector in human design. I'm a generator in human design. I'll just dangle that carrot. And the way she structures her day and her week is very intuitive. So she leads with her intuition and then creates the structure. Whereas I am very different. I lean into my week with the structure. And so then I can flow through that structure. Mm -hmm. So it's just really interesting. And it doesn't mean that one's right or wrong or bad or different. It's just, how does that align with you and your flow and your process? Okay. So here's a question I brought up to you the other day, because we're both single. We're out there dating. Who doesn't love talking relationships? But something I brought up, and I really believe this is cultural programming and conditioning. And my comment was, I feel like the Miss Independent went way too extreme and men stopped being men because women took on such a masculine energy. And I, I feel, well, that has been my experience. And again, yeah. it's like, I want a man who takes charge, who... Um, plans things and but if we don't allow it you know like so can we talk about how can we attract what we really truly want but be our authentic selves and let go of these masks yeah I think it's about setting the container setting the intention and speaking your truth out of the gate yeah. right and getting really clear on what it is that you desire what is it that you choose? Because we're, you know, this, we're constantly manifesting. We're constantly creating in our lives. And it's important to get really clear on what it is that you desire from a relationship and also allow yourself to receive, you know, you know, this I've been, I've been dating here and there and I've dated, I've been dating this guy and he offered to cook me dinner. And I was like, wow, allow yourself to receive this, right? Yeah. Katie, like, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to like, and that my initial response, and this is me being really conscious of what comes up when I hear these things. Cause my initial response, when he asked me to like, to have dinner at his house was like, okay, what do I bring? And I went like, I was like, Oh, Katie, this is just you kind of like spiraling, breathe, take a second, allow yourself to receive this, be receptive. And then, you know, move forward with that. And so I think it really starts out with everything and the energy that we put out in the world is the energy we're going to draw into the world. And every, I believe that every single person that we meet offers us a beautiful opportunity of growth and expansion. And whether we can come together in that space or not is a choice. It's a choice that we both get to choose. And we both get to choose if we, not if, yeah, if we want to be a part of that relationship. And sometimes you have to choose. I mean, you may not end up together. Right. Um, and so it's just being really conscious with that. So understand what it is that you desire, right. And write it down guys. When we write, we invite, right. We write, we invite, yeah. write it down. And so when you write it down, get really clear on what is it that you desire in this relationship? And then who do you have to be in order to attract that? That is key. I hear so many people talking about how they hate dating apps and they can't meet anybody and this, that, and the other. Try this on. What if you allowed yourself to enjoy the dating apps? I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that they like dating apps, me included. However, I've been doing a little, I've been doing some experimentation around this. <laughs> yeah. What if we yeah. decide that we like 
the dating apps. And we allow ourselves just to go on the dating, like go out on dates, be taken care of, be provided for men choose and men desire to provide. Every man has a little boy in there. That's a little, that's a knight that wants to rise up and be the hero for you. Let him be the hero for you. So many women, because we've got, we've taken this independent role and we've taken this, this stance in our lives that we can do it all right. We can, we can juggle all these things. However, we may not want to do that. We're not meant to walk this path alone. So allow yourself to receive, allow yourself to be taken care of, allow yourself to be receptive of the beautiful masculine energy. And it, I'll be honest, Heather, it, it took me a while because I had a lot of healing that I had to do with masculine energy, with my father, with past relationships. And I've dated any of my past boyfriends that ever listened to this. I have dated the best men out there. Literally, I loved every single one of my relationships. I've been so incredibly fortunate. However, after each of those, those relationships, there was this part of me that hated men, like hated it, like hated men. And I had some serious healing that I had to do as part of that. And this actually goes back to, I didn't even bring up the whole heal acronym. I believe like my whole entity of Katie Carlson heal high energy, abundant living. I believe that we are all healing at the end of the day. This is actually how this acronym came about. I was at a Tony Robbins event in Chicago in 2018. And I had this crazy, like synchro destiny moment where I was like, everybody's healing in some sort of capacity emotionally, spiritually, physically, intellectually, we're all healing in some sort of capacity. However, what if we begin and learn how to heal from a high energetic place? That is how we draw abundance into our life. That is how we do it. So, okay. Great segue then, because I would love for you to expand a little bit more on open to receiving. Cause as an example, recently you're out walking your dog and unwanted behavior in a park from a man, a compliment, whatever you weren't asking for it, but you were open to receiving. So whether it's relationships, money, um, somebody helping you growth in your business or job, we have to be open to receiving receptive. So how do we go from that clinched fist tight, right? Constricted, incoherent to allowing Yeah, this is a really, and so I'll give a little bit of context to this. Um, It was really interesting because I think I was talking to you on the phone, Heather. So um, really quickly, I was in, uh, I was at a park walking my dog and there was a woman that had, uh, was riding her bike and she had, uh, did not have a top on or a bra on and was just free as a bird. And it was drawing some attention in the park. And there was a gentleman there that had seen that was like kind of close to me, like, I don't know, probably 20 yards from me. And we both saw at the same time, kind of looked at each other and like, oh, okay. And then I just kept walking. And then all of a sudden he was like behind me and he kept like, I I could, I sense his presence. And this is the thing. This is the feminine. Feminine is very intuitive. We can feel things. We are very empathic. Like there's this, when you're tapped in and turned on and into your feminine energy, like you'll feel a lot of things. We have this thing called a um, uh, uh, sensor. It's a sensory acuity, but it's diffuse awareness. So as women, um, and if you're primarily, um, if you're a core feminine being, which most women are, not all, but most, um, you have this ability to see a lot of the, the, the peripheral. So I could tell that this guy was following me and I kind of looked back, nothing happened. And then I looked back again and he says to me, he goes, Hey, 
Hey. And I was like, what? And he goes, would you ever do that? And I looked at him and I said, you know, that is meant to be, um, that would be left for something sacred with an intimate partner. And he goes, Oh, I think, I think you'd be really good. Or he said something like, Oh, I think that would look really good on you or something. Um, he goes, you're beautiful. And I originally, like in the past, I would have been like, Oh, that pig, but a slime, like, er, dukes up, like fight, you know, whatever. In that split second, I caught myself and I said, I'm just going to receive that compliment. And I said, thank you. I received that. And I went about my way. And that's what I did. And I think it really, it takes catching yourself in the moment. And what does that get drawn back to? It's awareness, right? Mm-hmm. If you can have awareness in those moments, like this is part of like what I always talk about, like when you interrupt your pattern, like, and it's important to interrupt these patterns, right? Cause we know this, we have different neuro pathways that get activated. Well, in that moment where I, in the past, I would normally be like, oh no, like, and I would shut it down and I'd have my fists up and I'd be like, you jerk or you pig or you slime, whatever. I had to catch myself and say, you know what? Just allow him, just to, just allow yourself to receive that he thinks you're beautiful. Mm. I did it. And it was amazing. And I felt complete. I felt whole. And I felt very, I felt strong in my own power. Here's what I want to ask you, because I know you've invested a lot of time and means and travel and everything else into yourself to become aware and to reprogram and break your patterns. What are some daily mindfulness practices you implement? So a lot of what I do is, um, so I, I really geek out on understanding different types of energies and, and how they, they formulate. So when I sleep at night, I actually listen to a tone while I'm sleeping. It's, um, 528. Uh, it's a, it's a love frequency and it's, um, you can find a bunch of these different frequencies on YouTube. They're all over the place. Um, but I have also found that setting the intention. So each night before I go to bed, I set an intention for the next day. And of how I want to feel, what is the feeling that I want to feel that I desire that I'm choosing to feel the next day. And I actually write it down and I have a little journal right by my bed and I just, and I write it down. And the next morning, it's the first thing oftentimes I see in the morning. I also, my alarm, um, is a Joe Dispenza meditation. So when my, um, alarm goes off, most of the time I use an alarm, uh, when my alarm goes off, I have anchored in these Joe Dispenza meditations to where I can naturally put myself into this state of receptivity as well as groundedness and allowing the flow of information and, you know, being kind of this conduit, this channel. And so what it really does is it sets the tone for my day. It really sets the tone for my day. I also um, I use a lot of like weird 3d, like biohacking things. So I'm always kind of like learning different ways of hacking my energy. Um, you know, so I will meditate, but here's the thing. This is the key. I think this is the key. Cause you can do all of the things you can meditate. You can journal, you can rebound. And I, and I, you can probably see here, I have a little rebounder. I rebound to kind of keep my energy up throughout the day, um, which helps with, you know, moving through your lymphatic system. And I have, I geek out on a lot of like 3d things, grounding myself with rocks and, and that sort of thing. But Here's the biggest key. Have a menu and don't be so hard on yourself if you're, you don't do one thing. So I go to the gym probably three to four times a week. Would I go seven? Maybe. 
However, I'm not hard on myself anymore, yeah. right? If there's a day that I'm going to miss a meditation or a day that I'm going to miss journaling or a day that I miss something, it's okay. Have a menu that you can shoot, like that you can select from. Because what I realized and through all this personal development, we can get all these different tools coming at us, right? And it can be a little bit overwhelming at times. And I actually like to change the word overwhelm to high demand. And if you just make that small shift in your language, when you feel overwhelmed, and to changing it to I'm in high demand. Do you mm. see how the energetic frequency or that tone of that language is completely different? Yep. Being overwhelmed is like, ah, right. It's like you can feel your body tense up, but if you're in high demand, that means you're magnetizing a lot of people and things and opportunities to you. Right. And so have a menu and be, and don't be so hard on yourself. If you don't do every single thing all the time. I love that. I have to tell you, I interviewed a guest one time who I'm not shitting you literally had, I think it was like a 28 step morning routine. And I was oh, like, I that is ridiculous. And I go, okay, well, what if you could only do three? And he's like, no, I do 28. And I was like, but if you could only do three. And so then I got like his top three priorities, but I agree with you. So for example, I love going to the gym every morning on weekends is just what I do. It's like my mindset movement, listen yeah, to I YouTube. This, whatever reason, going to bed last night, I was like, I need a day off. I need a break. And this morning when I woke up, I, I did. I allowed that because, of course, a habit would be to get dressed and go. That's what you do. Yeah. And I didn't. And I laid in bed. I did an hour meditation. I, it was a really nice break. And so what I want to offer people is I love that to have a menu. It's okay to take a break. Like, there is no perfectionism. Yeah. yeah. It's okay to switch it up. And you know, like I have a, I have an infrared sauna. So that's part of like, when I work out, I like to go and do my infrared sauna. The other thing if I would say, and again, depending on where your listeners are, if you want to start some small, right, small things, yeah. just start writing what you're grateful for. Yep. Right. Just like, if you could just take like, do 30 days where you grab a notebook, grab a fun journal that you really like feel drawn to. And just start writing, even if it's just three things each day that you find grat, like that you are grateful for. And it could be that I'm drinking water, that I have a roof over my head, that my dog is sleeping at my feet and snoring, that, you know, I'm going uh, and meeting up with a girlfriend later to grab dinner. Um, I spoke to my nephews today. I Whatever it is, yeah. find the little things yes. because those little things is what creates that compoundedness. And that's how you start to magnetize and manifest more awesome sauce in your life. I love that. I think this is something we'll definitely have to have you back because I want to talk all things quantum physics and manifesting. But Let's until then, yes, until then, what is one key takeaway you want listeners to get from today's combo? I say the biggest key is, well, can I do two? I'm going to save one. This is the first, the first thing I'm going to do, but I, I'm, I have two. One is your story could be the key that unlocks someone else's prison. Speak up, use your voice. You are not alone. If you feel alone, and I, I'm saying this because I felt this. When you feel alone, you got to speak up. Yeah. Literally got to speak up, share your voice, Right. Like I, and I said this earlier, like our stories are not ours to keep They're They're truly meant to share. We are all connected and to start small, very similarly, 
just start thinking about the things that you find that you are grateful for. Get a journal. And when you write, you invite. So if you could just start like creating a gratitude journal, of the things that you're grateful for. And the more you revisit that, you will literally start to see your energy. You'll have more energy to do the things that you want to do. You'll have much more. I mean, and you'll be able to create the space in your life for things to manifest. I love that. Okay. To wrap up the interview, I have a couple of rapid fire questions. Do it. I'm sure you are a walking quote book like me. However, what is a favorite quote or motto you live by? Mm. So there's a lot. One that has really been, um, has really been par- like significant for me as of late is remembering that we are here to grow and evolve. So it's evolution and growth over a lifetime. Remembering that truly, and my, my mentor, Melanie Ann Lair, she talks about living a life where you embrace growth and evolution over a lifetime. And if you are open to embracing growth and evolution over a lifetime, the sky isn't even the limit. On that one, something I, and I love this one, that the sky is not the limit. Your mindset is, there are no limits. Like we live in an infinite potential universe. Yeah. 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 And so what if we like lived right from the place that this is all about us evolving and growing over a lifetime? Yeah. It creates this magic. It creates a groundedness and a centeredness. At least it does in me. Yeah. I remember that. And I have, I've always said that it's either a lesson or a blessing, right? Everything, everything that we do in this life is a lesson or a blessing. And actually it's just a blessing because we get to grow from it. We grow through what we go through. So there was a lot of quotes there. Well done. (laughs) What is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? Oh, okay. So this is, I would say this is twofold. So one of my most favorite books in the whole entire world, and really what, what set, um, this trajectory was boundaries, um, when to say yes and how to say no. Um, when we, people show us like how we connect and, um, bring our boundaries to a relationship and that can be personal business, intimate friendship doesn't matter. We show people how to treat us. Mm -hmm. We do. And no one is going to respect a boundary that we do not enforce. And so that book was a game changer in my life. And I will tell you another one that I had a lot of energy around, uh, but I constantly reread it. And I, I will literally, I do the audible and I have the physical book as well. And I re I've reread, especially as of late, multiple of these chapters is, <laughs> are we allowed to cuss on here by the way? Yes. Okay. I was, wasn't sure. Um, it's called rich as fuck. And it's by Amanda Francis. And it's all about understanding the energetics of money uh, and how to build a business and, and be the boss, babe, and also the peach. And what I mean by that is being soft on the outside and heart and having that like inner core strength, right? Just like a peach. Um, those are two of my favorite books right now. Awesome. All right, final question. What advice would you give your younger self? Hmm. 
might make me cry. Just keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Lean into more love. Lean into more love and just keep going and love yourself. I didn't love myself for the first 30, probably 32 years of my life. Eh, 31, 32 years of my life. I didn't know who I was. And so I didn't like the reflection in the mirror and I had to do a lot of healing and a lot of cleanup before I got to that point. And the day that you begin to love yourself, that's when the magic sweeps in. Doesn't mean that days aren't going to be hard. It's just, you get to experience the hard in a really beautiful way. And you have beautiful people surrounding you that can support you in those times. So yeah, just keep going, keep loving, keep connecting and truly love yourself. I love that message and such a great note to end on. Katie, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. I'd love it if you could leave me a review and remember to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. If you haven't yet, connect with me on the social platforms. You can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll catch you on the next episode.